You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're live, Neil. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. I told you you can't right. let the lunatics loose with your tools. They make mistakes. Apparently <laughs> we're live. Apparently we've gone live. Um, yeah. Uh, where's, where's my brand? Where's my branding? Jesus Christ. Sorry. There we go. No, and it was it was me making my way into a church to do this. I was even being so irreverent to do it in a church. Anyway, I said outside. <laughs> Aston Villa won. Chris, uh, Chris Man City won. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Well, I don't think anybody thought today. No, I don't think one person going into that stadium today would have anticipated what what went down in the end. And uh, like we've we've criticised him, we've given out about him. You got to give him credit where it's due. Did he set the team out well? As per we've spoken about before. And didn't make too many changes. And as a result, we're looking here at a positive result. I, okay, like I suppose we, there's two things I got to say here is that I gave absolute both barrels to, to Stephen Jared, please. Not for, not so much for his selection side, the car just backing out in the church car park that I'm sitting in at the moment. Um, but uh, uh, Gerard, like Gerard's selection, he got it spot on. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. And after, what, 28 minutes, I think I was screaming at the screen going, what the hell are you doing bringing on uh, Ashley Young? We need chambers, we need to be tighter, we need to be whatever. Guys, we all get it wrong sometimes. We all can turn around and say that we've gotten it wrong. We can all admit we've gotten it wrong. We can all admit that sometimes in the moment or whatever, or, or for a prolonged period of time, that we say some stuff that turns out not to be true. And that's the measure of a man. And I'm going to sit here and inside, and I think it's, St. Brendan's church or whatever it is that I'm sitting outside here at the moment and said that Ashley Young was a man of the match. What a <laughs> performance. What a performance. Ashley Young was amazing. Ashley Young was against the best young English player outside of Jude Bellingham. Or maybe arguably even with Jude Bellingham. And he absolutely like there was times you forget Foden was even on the field. Neil, you've had too many points. Just pipe down now I because he'll, he'll be shy again next week. 
but that's what, but no, but, but Paddy, that's why we're doing a post match. It's, it's, we just talk about this game. We talk yeah. about this game, and that's the beauty about it. And fair is fair. He came on, and I, I slumped into my seat, and I just thought, Jesus Christ, oh. we have we've Kane Kessler Hayden, we have Freddie Gilbert, and I would have chosen either of them over actually Young. And in fairness, he did the job. He did the job. We he can't job. complain with how he played yeah. today. He was excellent. He was he was a leader too. You could you could see him every time the the the, mm-hmm. the, the camera panned out that he was talking constantly with with the rest of the players, and uh, and the yeah. ref and the ref he was and he the, was ref. the only player who was in the ref's ear like a flea for a good bit of the and I, I will be honest with you, the ref was very kind of um, dismissive of a lot of a lot of the calls that we had, lads. Yeah. We won that game two one. We did, and and let let me let me before you go any further. I've always told you that Simon Hooper was my favourite Premier League referee. He now joins a long list of those that go down to the greedy sticks. And to watch when he, when he booked Luca Dean, I thought you saw Rodri, you saw Rodri pull a short off someone's back and wave play on and not go back and book him. I'm sorry, you've you've just joined the merry men of assholes that police the Mings. And, and and Mings did Mings not get a yellow card for that foul? That that the foul wasn't it was a complete and utter dive for Erling Haaland. Mm. Yeah. Complete and utter dive. And shout out to shout out to Mings. He he from from early doors he had a grip of uh, not literally a grip, but he had a grip of Haaland, and he did very very well. Um, very very happy for him today. He had a decent game as well. Haaland, I, I I will say it. I will stick by my guns with uh, that Haaland targeted. Living daylights or the Kanza, and the goal came because Kanza completely let him get behind him. And look, yeah. everybody's going to look at that goal and say, Oh, Emmy Martinez, what are you doing coming for that ball? And you know, you're never going to get it. Like, it didn't matter who was coming for that ball, that was an absolute peach mm. of a cross, an absolute yeah. peach of a cross. It was just as good a cross as you're going to see all year. But what happened was, Haaland's movement is fantastic. But I, I actually think Haaland felt himself today. I actually think he felt that he was better than Aston Villa today for a good, good portion of that game. And I felt that at times he tried things that he wouldn't have normally tried if he was, I'm not going to say under pressure, but I think there was a couple of things, like, like that, that, that ridiculous fucking Bebeto sidekick in the, middle, in, in the middle of the box. It was nowhere near it. There was, there was, yeah. there was a couple of other things. There was little flicks and stuff like that. And then he went out, in the, out, out to the left wing at times on Ashley Young. On Ashley Young, who went out there and swapped with um, and swapped with Foden, and Foden went in and played the false nine, and, and I think Haaland felt himself after his two after his two hat tricks, and and yes, he got the goal. I think there were I th- I thought that was probably the most fortuitous of their their their, their um, attacks, albeit the fact that it was at such a great cross. But Villa, like the, I will, that game was two two one Villa. How? They ruled out Coutinho's goal. Like the, the directive is, Paddy. Directive is that you don't put up the flag, you let the play let the play progress, and then you put up the flag afterwards and you let the yard sacks it out. But unless no, unless you are hundred percent sure, Man City, unless you're but, Man City, but it's supposed to be unless you're hundred percent sure. <laughs> so he was hundred percent sure he was offside. He should be stood down next week. Because yeah. he played, he, he played should. at the market there. He, I guarantee you, if that was Haaland, that flag doesn't go up. No way in God's green earth did that flag go up if that was Haaland for me. I thought it was pretty, pretty poor now decision to make. Um, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed over that, and I shouldn't be annoyed because we, we, 
we've hopefully I had a, a comment up there a few minutes ago about turning the corner. This has to be that moment that we turn the corner, that we push on, and we start getting points on the board. And Paddy, we said we said the the and Stephen Gerrard said it in his post match or pre match conference uh, conference. He said that like people's opinions will change quickly. I don't think a one all draw against Man City is, is enough to change the hardened anti Gerrard stance of some no. people. Now I'm like I'm going to be consistent in what I say. I don't have that hardened stance yet. Um, I don't care. I've always said I don't care who's in the in the dugout. I don't care if you've got one of the care bears in the dugout, and we're winning games. I couldn't care less. You know, it's 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 all about winning games for Aston Villa, and I, 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 like Villa is never going to be a manager's team. It's never going to be a team where a manager's going to elevate it. Like, and that's why Villa should never get somebody like it was in Mourinho. Villa are never going to be a team like they've they've had their time of their Alex Ferguson situation with the likes of Ron Saunders. They've had that. Now we need to. Now we're the club is bigger than any manager that comes in, and it should always be that case. So, when we go around and when we talk about manager win rates and stuff like that, we're going to be on the cycle of having managers three, four, five years, and I'm okay with that. But what I want is good selection of managers. And the reason I'm talking about this and the reason I'm going off topic with you guys that is, I genuinely don't care who's in the dugout. It doesn't matter to me, because the manager. Do you know what, Paddy? The manager never wears the jersey, so why the fuck should I care? Why the hell should I care who the manager is? He, he, never he, cared, he cared for the last four weeks when he's making stupid decisions, stupid substitutions. Well, I, but, but in fairness, tonight yes. tonight was the first time I looked at him and said, okay, he's in charge. He turned around to Critchley and said, get them to sit the fuck down. I'm not bringing on a sub yeah. when he scored. Yeah, 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 yeah. He celebrated for a second, then realised, oh shit, we were going to bring on a sub. Let's change it and make sure that doesn't happen. And look, guys, we're, we're, we're not walking back any comments. I, I've got DMs during the week saying we walk back comments and now all of a sudden we're on the Gerard out thing. I, I, I had a, there was a certain person deleted comments underneath one of the videos we did, and I'm not going in them, but like, we've always we've been skeptical of most of, of, of Gerard. We had to get a Rangers podcast on to talk this about Gerard. We had to get training ground guru on to talk, talk this about Michael Beale because we were interested in that. And then that's what's called doing due diligence. Yes, we're going to give him credit for the first couple of games we played well, but we've but Paddy, you've been very, very, very um, consistent in the fact that whereby you looked at Gerard signing from the, from the outset and said, "Oh, I'm not sure about this guy." And in fairness, you you've been more, more um, how would I say, unsure about him than me because look, I have to watch this podcast. I have to, I have to be positive at times, you know. And, and anyway, that's, that, that's not that's not what we're, what we're into tonight. But what, what we're talking about is, look, if Stephen Gerrard does turn this around, like, I ju- like I've just turned around and said, Ashley Young is playing a match. That's a, that, that's a big climb down for me, considering how I've literally pillaried him for the last but 12 months. You're allowed to say these things. You are allowed. Oh, 100%. Oh, in the mo- and, 100%. and the jury is the jury isn't given his verdict on Stephen Gerrard. He still has a long way to go. He needs he needs to go oh, up next 100%. week and, and put put yes. a, a similar performance with more goals against Leicester. He needs to do it against against Southampton the week after. These are the games we need to be winning. A point today yes. is a bonus. If you'd have told me uh, when we were talking earlier on and we were all very very down on our, ourselves that when I said it was going to be three or four nil, if you'd have told me that was one all, I would have said you're drunk. Like be happy, I would have said you're drunk. <laughs> What, what, so, I, what, I will, what I will say, Paddy, is yes, look, we, we can celebrate this, this result. Nobody, I, I lost a lot of money and a bet I've done in this game today. Not, not for Villa to lose, but an accumulator bet. 
I couldn't care less, lads. At the end of the day, Villa after getting a point, we don't. We, we I'm not going to say we didn't deserve the point today. I thought we were very structured. Let's get back to talking about the game and the way we set up. I thought we were amazingly structured. I'd say if I was to look back at the first half, I'd say Leon Bailey got what, maybe eight touches of the ball. Didn't matter. Leon Bailey was there to be an outball when we needed him. I thought Ali Watkins was. Ali Watkins did a Tommy Coyne performance in the World Cup 1994 against Mexico. Uh, Irish fans will, will know what I'm talking about there. Yes, he wasn't amazing, Ali Watkins, but what he did was he ran, 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 ran. Jacob Ramsey, very, very good performance today. Yeah. Rubikar Kamara is a giant. Rubikar <clears throat> Kamara is really good, lads. That's he's really good. Luca Dean, best game in the last 10, I'd say. Last of the best game since he very arrived, good. I'd say. Very good, very and good. And the one, the, one, the one moment where it hit home how good he was, he had the ball on, on the corner of the box. Uh, he hadn't got the ball, sorry. He was closing someone down on the corner of their box. And I thought, yes. oh, my, oh my God, we are caught here. And the ball broke. And the next the next time he saw Luca Dean was picking up the ball in his own box. And he, he, he made up that ground to get there. I didn't think he had an, an engine like that, let alone to do it on the 92nd minute or whatever it was. Yeah, but um, going back to Ollie Watkins, I, I sent you a text <laughs> giving out about him. Uh, I yes, that, I showed it to Noel. Now he's watching a different game to me. No, well, you see, you see, I, I expect, I expect something else from a man that that's playing up top on his own and looking he, to get in the England squad. Yeah, if you've got a decision to make, that that true ball to him was absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it was it, 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 all he was sure to do was writing on the ball. Hit me first time. That's all he wanted him to do, and he would have had the whole goal to aim at, but in. Ollie Watkins being Ollie Watkins takes a force touch and it's never a good one. Never a good one. It sent him wide and he, he had too much work to do. And, and it's same, a pity. Same, it's a pity they can't just drill it into him. Take the fucking shot on Ollie. Take it on. Back yourself to fucking put your laces through the ball. Take the net off the fucking goalpost. Like that's what yeah. he should be doing in that position. And, and, and lads, look, listen, you're you're dead right. I've completely forgotten about that chance. Completely forgotten about it. And when you were talking about me, I went. What about Jacob Ramsey's chance? Where Jacob Ramsey goes to control it with his right foot. He ends up hitting it with both his feet somehow. And Ederson comes out and smothers him. Like Jacob Ramsey's was, not a striker. A, Ollie Watkins was, says no, he's no, a striker. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the chances we fashioned today were we probably yeah. the best chances of the game. The best chances of the game. Like a lot of a lot of City's chances were shots from outside the box. De Bruyne's one fell to him. He screwed it wide. Bad shot, by the way. Um, Harlan screwed one mind. Gundogan was miles offside, and they didn't put up the flag there either. They let the player develop. That was that was awful. Like that's that's in contrast to Coutinho's one. Let the player develop. Gundogan puts it wide. Linesman spared his brushes. Um, but I think the I think think the guilt guilt edged chances in the second half specifically were that Watkins one. Although he put it too wide, you're dead right, and he put it across the goals, and it got a touch that went out for a corner. Good strikers put those in the back of the net. Leon Bailey's finish was brilliant. Um, and I think the Ramsey one, the Ramsey one, he saw his name and lights kind of like Chuck Moretti did last season, mm. where he was, uh, um, where he, his name was in lights and Ederson came out and snuffed it out. It was actually very similar. And uh, they're right, AVFC agent Jared. And, and like, I don't think the Coutinho goal gets ruled out in, in play. If, if it's at the other side of the field, I think they go back and they look at it in VAR and they find out that it's a perfectly good goal and then they let it stand. Yeah. The, the hypocrisy the hypocrisy of the league 
you, you saw the West Ham goal today. West Ham score a goal against Chelsea today. Perfectly good goal. Goalkeeper doesn't get touched. Goalkeeper dives. Goalkeeper starts rolling around the place. Cornet, I think, was stuck in the back of the net. Referee blew his whistle, said he was 100% certain that it was a foul, and it absolutely wasn't. The, we will, like the PGMOL, have to start holding people accountable, but they never will. We're talking about this for the last three years since podcast on, is on, on, yeah. the, on is live, and it's just never going to happen. And no, ma- no matter what happens with VAR, it'll always favour that big six. I don't care yes. what anybody says. I don't care. And look, let let's not let's not dwell on that because I know I know it's an important feature of the match, but we have got an incredible result today, and credit where it's due. Yeah, the management team, whoever picked the team, whoever whoever laid us out that way during the week, got it spot on. We had a three day turnaround, probably off on Thursday, maybe in for a warm down or something. So probably only one day's training. So uh, well done to the management team. If if I'm going to knock them, I have to praise them when they do it right. Oh, they got it right today. Hundred percent, hundred percent, Paddy. And you know what? The best thing about the two of us here today is, and I'm going to blow our trumpets is that like. I met enough to and say, lads, Ashley Young was amazing today. Now, I know that's very easy to say because he actually <laughs> was brilliant. And it's very easy for me to turn around and say that. But there genuinely is no point in having a mind in this or we need to change it. Now, we're not talking about Gerrard in this situation at this very moment in time. It's, it, it's an outlier result at the minute. We go against Leicester next week in the El Sacrico. I, I maintain whoever loses that game next week is, is on the hot seat again. Uh, between Rogers and um, and uh, yeah, watch it. Uh, between Rogers and Gerard, um, you have to you have to love Villa fans for their negativity straight away. <laughs> you do, you do, you do. But I, th- I I think that's what the situation is. But at the end of the day, we've stumbled upon a situation here whereby if we play a narrow midfield with four with four central midfielders, we look very good today. I, I'm sorry when I say we look very good, we look very structured today. And I'll take yeah. structure over so I'll, I'll take structure over sexiness any day of the week in my football. In in a football team, I'll take structure over sexiness every day. We ne- we never looked like we were getting cut out. We never looked like they had us on the break. I yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I do. I do. It was just a pleasure to be watching it that way. And you know, I I felt at one stage. I, I think it was at one nil. Um, I said to myself, if this is two or three now, I'll actually take it. Because we we put in a decent decent shift here, I think I think it was just before we scored, <clears throat> and then out of nowhere we scored. So you know it's amazing the emotions you go through when when you have a decent performance, when you think you know, like things could have been so much different on Wednesday night against Arsenal, and we were absolutely shocking, shocking yeah, on Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah. And we could have so, got one here, here we are talking about in my view probably the best club team in the world, and we're after we're after we're after being robbed of two points. And that in a gesture suit, I'm in a 1994, 1984 uh, away jersey is what I'm in. It doesn't have McGrath 5 in the back of it, but I'm rectifying that as we speak. I'm rectifying that as we speak. Um, I, I, Paddy, you said something great there, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, it's the first time you said something great as well. And, and you know what? We're, we're doing these podcasts loads of times. I can't the remember. for everything. I can't believe it's better. But that's, what I will say one thing is that... Uh, Look, no one expects this. This is a point we shouldn't have got. We've dropped a lot of points we should have got this uh, this season. Bournemouth, we should have had three points. I like it. I I know Bournemouth won today. Bournemouth are now in seven points, if I'm not mistaken. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We should have been, we should have beaten Bournemouth. Bournemouth didn't have the players in the field to beat us, but they did. We should have, uh, I think we should have got something out of Crystal Palace. I think we should have got something out of Ashton. Yeah. We weren't the better team in either game. No, we weren't. So no. you have to build on something like this. And you know what, you know what the best, best thing about this is? Every single international Premier League fan is going to love us because we've now taken points off City because Liverpool drew today. So we're going to be flavoured a month for a day and we're going to, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't come crashing down against Leicester. And exactly, 290 watching, let's get 100 likes for that. We would actually really, really appreciate that. And um, yeah. One thing I want to say, Paddy, one thing I do want to say about this, about that game as well, is we've spoken about, like I went off on one in a tie race uh, at the start of the game. And the reason I went off on it is because historically basis means that Stephen Gerrard was going to bring on a lot of attacking players and fuck the whole thing up. And I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm, I still stand over that. Like I've just been here and I've been saying, if you don't have a mind, what's the point? Never mind if you don't change it. But I still stand over that because at the end of the day, he's after falling upon a great tactic. He's after falling upon four midfielders, Peyton Arrow, and Jacob Ramsey was amazing today. He's brilliant. Best game he's played all year. And, and you're dead right. Stevie G is, on, is just now admitting he's take some, sometimes take taking players out of the game, put some blood and thunder in. Presumably means Emily Phil and he's learning through his practice. Well, I hope so. I hope so. And, 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 we, and, and, and this, is, this is an incorrect statement as well. He always says Mings was trashed. I thought Mings was amazing today. I thought Mings was brilliant today. I thought Mings, there was, there was a great, there was a great uh, still shot, or there was a great shot where the Mings was fronting up um, Erling Haaland, and Mings was trash talking him. He was, yeah. Mings was talking to him. He was and trash talking laugh him. And laughing at him, and, and, and he wasn't him. seeing the funny side yeah. of it. Lads, don't be coming in putting yeah. talk like that. You know, you put that up, Neil. I would have never put that up. That's probably a blue nose. No, no, in. no. I, I, well, I think it's important to say because there will be times when, we'll, like as I say, we we we'll say players are shit when they're shit. We we'll say players are good when they're good. And um, Mings, is, Mings, is, Mings has been our best defender this year. This is a more important nice comment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Look, we we I'm I haven't I haven't smiled like this in weeks. I I'm I'm. Honestly, I'm o- I'm over the moon with that performance today. I think it's so important that we we, we did that today, heading into next week. John and Steele, yes. Oh no, where is it? Where is it? I, I'm I'm clicking on the wrong one. Western Ood. Well, John Steele's is good as well, but we always play well against Man City. Lads, Stephen Gerrard's best performances, best teams, best tactically prepared teams he's put out in the three. Like he said, three games against Man City, we've given them some slugs every time. Nearly beat them in the last day of the season. Should have drawn them with them if Karen Trippmark had put it in the back of the net. Now we've drawn with them. Stephen Gerrard, has, I don't know whether he just gets up for, the, for, that, for that game against Man City, but in fairness to him, call a spade a shovel, he's done it. Can't imagine the frustration of managers to know each player is capable of and then see them flat. We were wonderful today. Ashley Young, exclamation. Brooker Bullens, thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. And you're dead Thanks, right. Brooke. You're dead right. I wonder, was there a kind of a come to Jesus moment when the, when the transfer window, window, excuse me, I've had a few points, when the transfer window closed? <laughs> I wonder, was it a come to Jesus moment of, if Douglas Luiz is a fantastic game today, everyone was talking about he's going down tools because he didn't get his Arsenal move. Douglas Luiz puts out last night, I'm 100% committed to this team. 
I know for a fact he was going to sign a new contract last Monday or Tuesday. And, he's, and, and, and apparently the, 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 the talk was the agents were coming in for him and there was big teams going to come in for yeah. him and transfer deadline day. As a player, I think well, no, no, no. As a player, I think he's dead right to wait. I think he's dead right to wait. The, the, the predicament we were in, he was dead right to wait. Okay, I'm an Aston Villa fan. I don't want him to leave. He didn't get his move. The club may very well sign a new contract with him. They may very well not. But at the end of the day, Douglas Louise had a very good game today. I, I can guarantee you, like, if you look at any newspaper tomorrow, Douglas Louise gets a seven and a half or eight or a ten today. Yeah. You know, and, and, and fair play to him. I think every Aston Villa player should get no less than a seven today. Well, there's, there's, two, there's, really two players, there's two players in particular that I want to mention. The first one is Leon Bailey. He drifted, he drifted in, and, in and out of the game. But when it came down to it, finish... What a finish. Just yes. guided the ball past the goalkeeper. Leon Bailey, if, you're, if you ever sit back and watch this, you have my complete backing to do what you did today and drift in and out of the game and prop up with a goal like that. That's what we need a, a Leon Bailey to do. The second person yes. I want to mention is Emmy Martinez. While some people are pointing a finger at the goal, I thought he imposed himself on the game very early on. Yeah. He was very vocal. He spent a lot of time on the ball in the first 15 minutes. He slowed the game down to our pace. And a lot of that stuff goes unnoticed. And even when we were under the cosh, he went down injured. Yeah, he, was not, he wasn't injured at all. And he had the captain's armband. Remember, McGinn was yeah. gone. He had the captain's armband. So he stood up to the occasion. He and he, the got, occasion. he got all our players over to Steven Gerrard for a bit of instruction. And look what happened. We've, we've, we've got a result out of this. It's it brilliant. Is, it's brilliant. It's, it's, Sorry, go on. AFC agent Jared says here, I'm wrong to feel like a defeat after Coutinho's goal robbed us. Um, no, no well, that's, I don't think that's what I said earlier on when I come on. That we, like, yes, yes, I'm annoyed, but I shouldn't be because what, what we needed today was a performance, whether whether it was 3 2 defeat or a 1 1 draw. But we can't be too, we can't be dwelling on that goal, you know, if, if it no, was, I, if I, was I, two I, games I, to go in the season and we're sitting just outside. Um, the relegation zone and that happens, then we lose our shit. But I think I think for today to turn a corner, I think that was an important uh, victory, important point to get on the board. And yes, we can be pissed off, but we, we just don't want to focus on that. But what I think about it is, Paddy, if that goal is on the opposite side of the field, I think it's it's a it's a ten minute conversation for match of the day tonight. Mm. I hope it gets a ten minute conversation for fucking Aston Villa tonight. Because, well, it won't be. It'll probably Danny like, Murphy. No, it won't be. It won't, yeah, Danny the bollocks. And, and Danny, if you're watching, Danny, I'll fight you in the car park any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you've hit rock bottom now. Calling out in the car park. Ah <laughs> uh, no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. He just looks like a fella like that who 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 if he was criticised would would call you out in that. I'm only joking, obviously. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, lads, we're going to leave it at that. I have uh, a fresh pint of Guinness on the table for me inside in, in, in Taft's Pub, Galway. If anybody is ever over here in, in Ireland and you don't come to Galway, you don't go to Taft's Pub, well, you're doing Ireland wrong. Um, this is not a sponsorship uh, uh, kind of cry from me, but Taft's Pub is a fantastic pub. Come in there. It's an Aston Villa pub. They're, they know about us. We actually had a lot of Americans in stitches. The Scottish guy behind us going, Oh my God! There's a one-all draw, and they're, they're celebrating like it's a win. And I turned around to him, and I goes, "Who do you support?" And you know what he said? East Fife. I, <laughs> I, I actually, I actually went. No wonder you went on holidays on a Saturday because there's no way you'd follow them anyway. So, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, no, but look, there's, there's so many reasons to be positive. Abs- it's, it's absolutely phenomenal to get that result today. Um, before we all go, just give us a thumbs up there. If you haven't already done it, give us a thumbs up. We should be happy. We should be giving thumbs up. And uh, Neil is going back for a lot more points, I think. I am indeed. I am indeed. It's my first time out in a long time, so I'm going to enjoy this one. And I'm in a fantastic jersey as well. Thanks very much, everybody. We broke the 300 mark again. Super people, super fantastic. As I say, we have a fantastic uh, community here on this on, on this podcast. I've only at last. And uh, yeah, go in and enjoy a one-all draw. There's no, there's no shame in enjoying a one-all draw against the champions of, of England. So enjoy it. And we'll see what next week brings. But thanks so much, everybody. And all that's left to say is, I see fumbled. I have it ready. For, I have it ready. Have it ready. <laughs> all that's left to say is, up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.